Hi friend, my name is Danielle Holleran and I'm the host of the Detail Diary podcast. I'm a self-made online business owner who loves sharing the behind the scenes of my business and inspiring others to follow their dreams. You can find me most days chasing my dog around, relaxing with my husband, and wearing basically anything Dusty Rose and Pearls. Think of this as your space to come to feel motivated and inspired to take on your biggest dreams while also just chatting with your best friend. Cozy up for some girl time and get ready to feel uplifted and inspired. Hello and welcome to the Detailed Diary podcast. I'm your host, Danielle Holleran, and today we're going to be chatting all about automations you need to set up in your small business. If I have learned anything in the past two years now of running my business full time, which actually I cannot believe that it has been two full years that I've been full time. It's insane, but I have learned so many things in the past two years, one of which being how important it is to really value your time and put systems in place that save time, like plain and simple. I don't need to use any funky terminology, but basically how important it is to just find places to save time in your business. Because in reality, really the only way that your business is going to grow is if you create time for yourself to work on new things in your business and push your business forward. If you think about it, if you're doing the same thing every single day over and over and over again, and you never have the time to work on new things or experiment with new systems or products or services, you know, the list could go on and on and on. If you're spending every single day doing the same thing in your business, your business is never going to grow because you're never going to have the time to expand it. And aside from that, there just really isn't a reason why you shouldn't be able to automate and really cut down time on a lot of different tasks that you may have in your business. And this is definitely one of the really big things that I've learned over the course of the past two years being full-time. And it's something that I'm still working on putting into motion. There are still systems in my business that I know can be better, that I know I can make more efficient and productive and more automated. And I'm getting there. It is a process, but it is so worthwhile to really dive into and look into where you can make some changes because I promise you it is going to help your business more than anything else that you do in your business. Now, first things first, let's chat about templates. I've talked about email templates before in a podcast episode quite a while back, at least six months ago. So I wanted to chat about them again in this episode because they really apply to what we're going to be talking about. Now, templates can encompass a whole bunch of things that we will get through, but let's start off with email templates. I have been using email templates in my business since, honestly, I can remember. I even feel like the first few months into my business, I started creating email templates. And if you do not have an email template set up in your business, you need to set aside half a day, not even. Put it on your calendar right now. Set aside a couple hours. If you work full-time still, set aside a couple hours on the weekend to make email templates for yourself. The couple hours that you're going to spend making email templates are going to save you so much time in the long run. You have no idea. I have a Google 
Drive for my business that I use for, you know, a whole host of things. And in my Google Drive, I have a folder called emails. And in this folder, I have all of my email templates saved. I will actually pull it up right now and walk you guys through just an example of all of the templates that I have in here. So in this email folder, I have my businesses split up for different types of emails that I may encounter. So I have an entire folder devoted to my wedding rental service. So this includes emails that I send when a client is first inquiring about booking a wedding. I have that fully saved as an email template outlining absolutely everything they need to know about my offerings, my booking process, you know, everything in that email. I have emails in there when it comes to actually booking the client, when it comes to sending their contract, when it comes to reaching back out to them for their design information. I have every single step of my wedding rentals email communication process saved as email templates. I then have email templates for my mentorship programs, for my Etsy mentorship program, for my rental mentorship program when someone reaches out inquiring about mentorship. I have email templates that I send over to them. I have email templates for my podcast. So when I'm reaching out to guests, when I'm booking a guest, when a guest episode is airing, everything along those lines. I have an entire slew of email templates when it comes to my website from email templates on how to order custom wooden signs, how to order Canvas signs if I ship internationally, how to order wedding signs if there's an issue with an order. I'm talking about like A to Z. I've got a template for everything. Now, when you're first getting started, you may not have all of these templates going on because chances are you don't have a billion questions coming in every single day to your business. But what I would highly recommend, as I mentioned, right now, if you don't have templates set up, take a couple hours to set up templates for all of your most frequently asked questions and inquiries. And now all of my templates are editable. I, of course, personalize all of them to whoever is reaching out. Maybe I'll add a couple things here and there, but they make my email process of answering emails so much quicker. Whenever I'm answering my emails, I have one tab with my emails open, one tab with my email templates open, and I go back and forth between the few. And honestly, there's not too too many times where I receive an email that I don't have a template already created for that I can edit and, you know, go from there with. Now, as your business grows, I highly recommend adding to your template document, wherever that may be, it may just be in the notes of your phone, adding to this template document whenever you start receiving more frequently asked questions for the same thing. Once you already type out a full email response once, you should never have to type out that same response again to another person because at that point, you're going to just be wasting time typing the same thing over and over and over again. So creating an email template document is definitely something that takes time as your business grows and develops and as you start to figure out exactly what communication needs to happen throughout different areas of your business that people may be inquiring about. But it is my absolutely number one tip for creating more time in your business and setting up some automations. One other thing that's wonderful with this is that if you do have someone overseeing your emails in the future and maybe taking some email communication off of your plate, 
you now will have an entire list of fully populated templates for email responses for all of your most frequently asked questions. And I know this now because I'm currently working through this. I will be having someone take over my email communication when I'm on maternity leave. And I've already had her start to take on email communication as part of her training and, you know, things here and there. And it's been a very seamless transition because I have all of my email responses fully written out and developed for all of my frequently asked questions. And she's not starting from scratch every single time she receives an email formulating a full response. So I could do an entire episode on email templates, but I will leave it at that. If you take one thing away from this episode, start creating your email response templates now. Now, another thing that falls under the idea of templates is to create some graphic templates. And I know that's very vague, (laughs) but basically it's just going to depend on the type of content that you share and the type of platforms that you share on. So for instance, this could include creating templates for Instagram stories. This can include creating templates for Instagram posts. This can include creating templates for your email list that you send out. Taking the time to create curated, aesthetically pleasing, branded templates that go with your business that you can easily personalize and fill in to share whenever you need to share really, really will help with your time when it comes to social media and marketing. For instance, I have templates designed and saved for the emails that I send out for details and swirls. So I have templates saved on Flowdesk, the email provider that I use for custom sign restock days. So anytime that it's the first of the month, I have an email template that is already designed, loaded with all of my links and everything like that, that I can easily update, tweak here and there and send out. And I do not have to create a whole new email from scratch every single time I want to send a custom sign restock email. I have Instagram story templates saved for Detailed Threads Boutique and for Detailed Diary Podcast. For Detailed Threads Boutique, I have Instagram story templates saved for new arrivals. So anytime I have new arrivals, instead of going on Canva, creating whole graphic from scratch and everything like that, I already have my templates saved on Canva. I simply just pull in new photos, update, you know, the name of the product, and I'm good to go. Same thing goes for Detailed Diary Podcast, Instagram Story templates. I have templates saved for new episodes, mainly new guest episodes. So every other week when I have a guest, all I need to do is pull in their photo, update the text on the template, and I am good to go. I have templates saved for cover photos on my website. So on Detailed Threads, when I have a new collection, all I have to do, (laughs) log into Canva, pull up my template, swap out the photos, I'm good to go. Same thing for details and swirls. If I have a new seasonal collection coming up, log on to Canva, switch out the graphics, download the new homepage, you know, slideshow, photo thing, and I'm good to go. So this is going to totally depend on what you share in your business, how often you're sharing content, what types of content you're sharing. But I do highly recommend just creating some templates, whether they are email templates through your email provider or templates for graphics through a website like Canva. I love Canva. I use it literally every single day, but I've got a whole bunch of templates saved on Canva that I can easily just update depending on the type of content that I need to share, 
Whether that be something more structured, like for the boutique, every single Friday, new arrivals, for the podcast, every Wednesday, new episode, or for details and swirls, having different templates here and there saved for different things I may be sharing in my business that isn't as structured as like a weekly update, but maybe different things that I have going on consistently in my business that I know I'm going to need Instagram stories for and saving templates for those, if that makes sense. Again, all these little things just help to save time in the long run. So you're not creating from scratch every single time you need to create a graphic because it can get extremely time consuming. Now, another automation that you can set up in your business is scheduling, and this can apply to a whole host of different areas. First and foremost, scheduling out your email list. So you'll hear me talk all the time about email lists and how important I think it is to have an email list. And I know a lot of times it can be so overwhelming to think like, oh my gosh, well, what am I going to send to an email list? Like, I don't even know what to talk about. I don't even know if people want to subscribe. You know, the list can go on and on and on. But if you have an email list, I like to treat it like social media. So at the beginning of the month, I will create a little outline with the different emails that I want to send out for the month. And I will take, you know, an hour out of my day, create all of the emails that are going out that month, typically only around, I don't know, three to five. It just totally depends on the month. Again, with some of these emails, I already have templates saved, like custom restock days already have that template saved. So it takes me two seconds to update some colors and text and copy on the email to apply it to that month, update some photos, things along those lines. And then I will create the other emails that are going out that month and schedule them all out so that after that hour of spending time on emails, I do not have to worry about the entire month. Now I know that for the entire month ahead, all of my emails are fully scheduled and will be getting sent out at the applicable times. Instead of logging on to my email provider every single week, taking time out of my day to create an email, send it out, and things like that, it's crazy that you can get an entire month's work of marketing fully done and probably even under an hour. And that's it, which is wild. So scheduling for email lists is an automation I would highly put into place. If you have an email list, try to make it a priority to just set aside some time. Think about your month as a whole. Think about if you have any new exciting announcements, if you have any new products launching, things along those lines and see if you can just schedule out your emails. And it'll be such a sigh of relief (laughs) when the weeks come and go and your emails send without a lift of a finger. It is pretty awesome. Same thing goes for social media. Now, I post in real time to details and swirls, but I schedule everything out for Detailed Threads Boutique and the podcast. So for the boutique Instagram and the podcast Instagram, things are scheduled out usually a month in advance. Again, it takes some planning on the back end. It takes sitting down for like an hour, two hours, depending on how much we're scheduling out and just getting graphics loaded, photos loaded, captions completed, and things along those lines done. 
But once social media is scheduled out, it is really amazing to just be on my phone throughout the week and see, oh, the boutique posted or, oh, the podcast posted without even thinking twice about it. When I don't schedule out content for these types of platforms like the boutique or the podcast, I'll go like a week without posting because if it's not scheduled, it's just not getting done. I can't remember every single solitary day to take time out of my day to post to details and swirls, to post to the podcast, to do this and do that. Obviously, I don't think the average person is running three social media accounts. But even for your own account, if you are struggling every single day to post content, think about signing up for a scheduling website. I use Planoly. I love it. And even if you schedule out your content a week in advance, do that. You can still go on after your content is posted to engage with your audience so it just doesn't post and, you know, get lost in the world of social media. But Think about scheduling and see if that can take the burden off of you and free up some time throughout your week. Another automation that you can make in your business, similar to communication and social media, and this is a new discovery that I've found, is to set up frequently asked questions on Instagram. So Instagram has a new feature where you can go into your settings and set up frequently asked questions. And what this will do is when someone goes to message you for the first time, they will actually see a bubble with your frequently asked questions pop up above the text box that they're going to type their message in. And if they click one of these bubbles, it's going to automatically send a response to them that you set up. So I think you can set up maybe like five or so frequently asked questions so that when someone goes to message you, they will see all five of those little bubbles and be able to click one of those for an immediate response. And this has saved me so so much time with DMs because a lot of times I will get the same question over and over and over again and I will be answering the same question over and over and over again in my messages to respond to people. And I think this is a really great tool to use even if you are not getting overwhelmed with DMs. It's really nice to put information you may want to tell the customer in front of them. So let's say you are a photographer and you're always getting inquiries on booking. You can have a frequently asked question bubble set up saying, you know, how to book. You can have a frequently asked question bubble set up saying, you know, are you fully booked for 2022? If you are receiving a lot of inquiries and you are fully booked, you can have a response that automatically sends that says, hi, I'm sorry, I'm fully booked for 2022. I'm not accepting any more weddings. End of story. I think that every small business owner should really be utilizing this feature, not only to save time, but also just to get further information across to someone who may be sending you a message and maybe they are just going to send you a message and then they see one of the bubbles and they're like, oh, that, you know, applies to what I was going to message them about, clicks that and gets an instant response. The last automation that I have relates a little bit less to communication and social media and more to business backend systems. And this has to do with payment and payment processing. So when I first started my rental business, I didn't accept online payments because I didn't want to pay like the processing fee on Square or any platform like that. And I only accepted payments 
goes through, check and things like that. And I learned after, you know, a year or so into business that paying for an electronic processing fee for online payments was so valuable for me and my time rather than accepting physical payments for so many reasons. One, because I could easily send electronic invoice to the customer and not have to worry about tracking down if someone sent in a check, when the check was received, and all things along those lines, as well as having a system that automatically invoiced customers down the line. So when I first started, I was responsible for reaching back out to customers for their final payment, confirming dates, confirming amounts, having them send additional payments and things like that. Whereas now that I'm on a system that's fully automated and electronic, my system automatically invoices customers when they need to be invoiced without me even doing anything. So once I set them up in my system and receive their deposit, they automatically will get invoiced when their final payment is due. And I do not have to take time out of my day to send additional emails, follow up with additional information and things like that, which after a while is so incredibly worth it for the time. It is just not even a comparison. So I want you to think about different things in your business that you're repeatedly spending time on. And that could be anything from collecting payments to answering customers through Instagram, answering customers through emails, to creating graphics, to taking photos, to anything you repeatedly do in your business. Think if there is a way to automate it because 99% of the time there is and taking the extra few hours it's going to take you to automate that process will save you so much valuable time and money in the future to give you the capability to build and grow your business. So today I will be writing down in my figurative detailed diary that automation is necessary for growing businesses. In order to push our business to the next level, we need time. And in order to gain more time, we need to figure out how to automate different areas of our business strategically and effectively. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you come up with any ideas to automate different systems in your business, please let me know. I would absolutely love to hear about it. And I like, I mean that sincerely because I'm personally always looking for new ways to automate things in my business. I mentioned this at the beginning of the episode. I'm like not an expert at this completely at all. There are still a lot of different areas that I'm like, oh, okay, how can I make this easier? How can I cut down the time on this task that I'm repeatedly doing? So if you have an area like this in your business that you've been able to automate, please let me know. I'd love to hear about it. And I really hope that this was helpful in getting your wheels turned and thinking about some different changes you can make to help your business and free up some of your time. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will chat with you all next week. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Detailed Diary podcast. Make sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Be sure to join our community over on Instagram at Detailed Diary Podcast and introduce yourself. I'm looking forward to meeting you over there and I will see you next Wednesday for a brand new episode. Until then, have an amazing week.